WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song. This is the Firefly Funhouse, and I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, aka the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch. You hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and she to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Welcome to The Wrap here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RockRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the stream, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way. Follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I am your host, Lizzie Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever faithful producer, slash co-host, slash Kennyman Sorokin. We build in Legos now. Anyway, <laughs> you can tweet us at WildTalkRadio, at RockRadioShow, at LizzieWord. Come to WildTalkRadio.com, RockRadioShow.com, or twitch.tv slash WTLive, and join us live. And we're not physical Legos, it's in-game Lego, please. Lego has it's 3D Legos Legos because Lego has invaded Fortnite Battle Royale no longer just the ultimate Battle Royale experience it's a world legitimately beyond everything you can imagine because today is Lego day tomorrow is racing day Saturday is music day these are all going to be permanent game modes in Fortnite it's weird weird. It's weird, but it's cool. Because we've talked about this when they... Okay. So we talked about this when they put out Creative. That that was going to be the future of Fortnite. And that in order for the game to really survive, especially as Battle Royales have sort of tapered off or other Battle Royales have come along, the, the way that Fortnite will survive is by offering other options that other games do not. And the one leg up that Fortnite really had over a lot of the other Battle Royale games is that they introduced creative. And you could go in and you could begin to build your own games and you could build your own maps and... They really invested a lot of money, somewhat to their detriment, in creative. (laughs) Creative slash UEFN. But creative showed them, especially for the popularity of creative, showed them that there was an audience. And so it was, okay, let's go out and let's start buying up 
these properties like Rocket League, right? Like the music stuff, you know, invest in stuff like Lego and begin to build like what the open world stuff, like what Lego is. Because there are people who, you know, that love Fortnite, that love the Battle Royale game, that love to grind the shit out of it. And then there are people like me who really don't like to grind the shit out of it and are kind of tired of the Battle Royale and getting dunked on by kids. And it's like, what else does this game offer? And so by offering diverse options in the game, it allows them to retain that audience that has kind of severed steadily dropped off and now is the perfect time to announce all this stuff because you just did og you just brought a bunch of people back to the game that had not played in a long time and it's like hey here's the battle royale but you know if you don't want to play the battle royale and you're kind of into like minecraft there's legos and there's gonna be racing and guitar hero type stuff so it's like it's different offering different games within fortnite itself to retain and keep that audience and best of all get them to spend the money because that's what you want yeah because so the the Fortnite uh, festival is going to be have its own battle pass, which costs like eighteen hundred bucks. But it's going to have a free battle pass and a premium battle pass. And there's going to be you can there's a free skin now in this Fortnite item shop you can get for Lego that you have to do certain aspects in the Lego game to earn it. Very simple steps, but it takes a little bit of time. But it's not going anywhere. That's a free skin in the game. Um, racing is going to have a bunch of Rocket League crossover stuff and with with the cars and stuff. And just think about this, Lego Fortnite. It's like 10 to 20 times bigger than the Battle Royale map. Think about that. That's pretty cool. That's kind of like, just think of the world you have. It's just at your fingertips. So between that, UAFN taken off with all the creative games people can make and the experiences. Fortnite's in a place. It's in a different place than it was six months ago when they announced, uh, or eight months ago when they announced the the launch of UAFN, which would, took them a year and a half to get to. Now we're here. Everyone thought, oh, heard a Lego collab and went, okay, they're going to do something. It's going to be a creative map. Beyond that, so much beyond that. So we're, we're in for a time. So if you like the weekend, the group, this weekend, they're going to be performing. So in game with probably a skin. And we just got Eminem. And the weekend's coming. Yeah. So. Like, it's. And there's more partnerships, and there's more. Oh, have you crossover. seen? Have you seen the playlist for the, the, the what's going to be for Fortnite Festival? I haven't seen everything, but I imagine it's insane. We're we're going to bring in people like Eminem and and the Weekend, like. So here, here's all the the songs that the jam tracks you'll be able to rotate in starting um this week that are going to be part of the experience. You know about the Weekend is Binding Lights, The Hills, Save Your Tears, Take My Breath. Weezer's going to be have. Weezer, Buddy Holiday, The White Stripes, Seven Nation Army, you're going to be able to play in it. Uh, Witch Gang, Nothing Alright, Machine Gun Kelly, Emo Girl, NF The Search, Nine Inch Nails, The Hand That Feeds, Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire, One Republic, Counting Stars, Gangnam Style, Queen of Stone Age, Go With The Flow, LMFAO, Party Rock Anthem, Band Romance, Lady Gaga, Killers, Mr. Brightside, Kendrick Lamar I, Imagine Dragons, Thunder, Greta Van Fleet, Highway Tune, uh, the all, Dirty Little Secret American Reject, All American Rejects, Poison by Melville DeVoe, Billy English, Bad Guy, The Cranberry Zombies, Dance Cake by the Ocean, Fall Out Boy, My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark, Florence and the Machine, Dog Days Are Over, Katie Tunstall, Southern I See, and a bunch of uh, butter, a few epic game lobby tracks that are going to be involved. Not all these people are going to get skins. Not all of them are going to do that, but it's going to be tracks in the game to play in this mode for, and this goes, this first season goes until February or something. It is, it is a rock band because guess what? That's, that's the creators behind rock band are made in this mode. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, here we are. Epic went out and specifically acquired certain companies and certain properties to be able to do this. It's sure. not just them doing something proprietary. It's they actually went out and purchased the technology to be able to do this. And they've been experimenting with it for some time because obviously it's like with creative, we got music and you have whole music maps that you can do stuff on. Yeah, and they just had a bunch of that stuff too that you could build your, make your own music. Even more so than just the piano like before. Which is pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. there were some people who were really good at those. And that was just piano stuff. Now there's all drums and everything. Yeah, you can build like whole orchestras, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's it's options. It's giving people choices and chances to do other things within the game that they don't want to do in Battle Royale. And the best of all is it's like you're going to earn rewards and XP and they're making it worth people's while to go in and play these modes and experience these modes because it's like the way that they really got people interested in creative was it's 
you can earn experience or you can earn XP in creative. Yeah. You don't have to play Battle Royale because when they first launched creative, it was kind of like, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. But you don't earn any XP for it. You don't, there's no incentive for people to go in there and play in there other than they just want to because you get all the XP in Battle Royale. They change that in either chapter three or chapter four. Chapter three for sure. Where they, started having you go in and get experience like making it a challenge to go in and get xp and and earn xp in fortnite in creative and making it worth your while making it something where it's like yes i don't have to play the battle royale anymore i can go in and get the levels that i want to get on maps like people build entire maps that are just xp you know whores you just stand on the map and you just get xp for it you don't have to do anything it's great it's wonderful but they allowed people to do that, and so that helped well, to raise the popularity well, of creative. They didn't let those people do that. Those people sort of just... Exploited it, exploited yes. Exploited the but system a little bit. They didn't necessarily put a stop to it. Well, not right away, no. Now there's a, there's a bit of a cap. But yeah, originally no. Yeah, you, you could do whatever you wanted, but... Doesn't, they they haven't stop fully people. stopped it. No, but doesn't stop people from making. Hey, you get nine hundred thousand XP for, by hitting this one button on my map. Not a real thing. Please don't believe those YouTube videos or TikToks or anything. Just it's a scam. It is a scam. I'm hiding the bunker for seven year olds. It's fun. Anywho, um, <laughs> an impromptu Fortnite discussion. But yes, if you're curious, if you're interested, and what's funny is I've seen people that are interested in Fortnite that don't play it. And that's what you want. Like, I was surprised, surprised I followed some of the voice actors for Hongai and Genshin. And one of the guys was talking about it, and he's like, Lego Fortnite? I may have to go check this out. Would you, would, 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 want to know something? Huh. More people were playing Lego Fortnite today than Battle Royale. Good. Two plus million people have been playing Lego Fortnite today. Good. That's what, that's exactly what you want. I wonder how many of them are new players. Because the Lego community is a big ass community, and yeah, it is. It's this is only day one. It's gonna. It's once people in that community really understand it and really get a hold of what Lego in Fortnite is. This is a brand new game for them. It's gonna be. It's gonna be something special. It's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be really cool. So we're gonna go in and experience it after the show. We're not streaming it, but we're gonna go in and run around like idiots and take a look at it. Because it's not a battle royale. It's a open world kind of like Minecraft, which I could be down for. I could be I could be here for this. It's fun. And you get XP with it. You get KG XP. You get XP. It caps like creative. Just as an FYI. That's fine. It can cap like, like creative as long as I get XP. That's all I care about. But let's get into the wrestling news. Because <laughs> that's why the people are here. Uh, brought to you by our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So, WWE has officially exited the market in terms of physical content. They will no longer be producing DVDs and Blu-rays starting January 1st. It's the end of an era. It's the end of an era. It's a little sad um, because there's been kind of a pushback recently against all digital content just because it's so easy to remove it and erase it from streaming services. And once it's gone, it's gone. You can't find it. So the good thing is, is like WWE's library goes up on Peacock and it's maintained on Peacock right now. Um, but I, I understand why they are doing this. It's, it's cost prohibitive basically to keep doing it. It is. And, and it's just, you're running, that market's running dry. Yeah. So it's a sad thing to see, but I completely, completely understand why they're, they're doing it. They're trying to save money. They're trying to find ways to cut costs. Um, and they're probably not making any, they're not making the money they want from home video. So they have to change gears and, and, and stop producing it. Because it's everything you can now start a digital service because they probably they'll probably have stuff on Apple at some point if they probably don't already or they may, well, maybe they do you can buy the, the stuff there and everything's gonna be stre- on streaming platforms going forward so yeah I I know I remember going back to the video stores and buying and not buying but renting WWE pay per views like WrestleMania and SummerSlam and Survivor Series the older ones I never saw because you know it's rent a, v- a VHS tape and watch it. It was cool, but and now now it's just hey, let's click an app and here you go. So that's where we're at. It's gonna be interesting. And speaking of cutting costs, 
Oh boy, WWE uh, made some cuts in terms of some individuals. The sad one is Mackenzie Mitchell was released. Um, dear, not happy about that, but wish her the best of luck in her future endeavors. Sean was surprised. And Sean was surprised. <laughs> he said that. To I think a up. lot of people were surprised. He said it on the on the conference call that he was surprised, but it's it's above his pay grade, so everything he can do. I, they, they only have so many spots for backstage interviewers and commentators and everything else, and nobody was moving, so... And, and you know, if contract renewals come up, and they don't want to agree to a contract, and then... I don't know if that's the case, but cheaper and stuff. Yeah. So, I'm sure she will land very well on her feet. And, and then there's the other cuts. And Sean said, no, the door's always open. They can work together. Just yeah. look at Kathy Kelly. She can come back. She can come back. And then there's the other cuts. Yes. Good God. So, WWE cut five major executives from the company. Five. The Senior VP of Financial Planning, Karen Mullane. The Controller and Chief Accounting Officer, Craig Stemmel. Head of Global Sales and Partnerships. This is an interesting one to me. Um, that person was let go. They were in charge of the sponsorships and sales specifically. Mm-hmm. Never good when you let go of the head of sales and partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless that's all being put under UFC. It's uh, Tico. Whatever. Stuart Frey, Senior Vice President of Streaming Technology. Matt Geyer, Senior VP of Gaming. The Gaming and Streaming Technology mm-hmm. VPs were let go. Yep. I wonder if... I wonder if they're going to exit the market on the video game, too. No. Too much money. They make too much money off of it. Because oh. I think they're even working on a second game at the moment of some sort. Mm. Plus, with um, Supercard and stuff, the mobile game is big, so they're going to stay in gaming. But it's all going under one. You only need one VP of something. Yeah. Which makes sense. Again, it's these These are not to be, like, too surprised. It's somewhat expected. Um and I'm sure they had some people stay on just to see the merger through, but they're beginning to combine the companies. And we kind of talked about this when the merger got announced of who was going to get keep, who was going to get to keep what and what was going to be centralized and what was going to be separate in terms of the two companies. And it's very likely that they're combining the sales teams. They're combining the, the technology streams, you know, the gaming division. Like they're, they're going to bring certain things together under one house, under one roof versus having one for WWE and one for UFC. You know, it, it makes sense to centralize. It sucks because you never want to see anybody lose their job, right? You never want to see anybody get laid off for any reason whatsoever. Um, but with a merger, cuts do happen, unfortunately, and it sucks. It does. So hopefully uh, things are okay and things move forward. And I also saw where Vince was out there talking about how he'll never leave. Sources say he'll never leave. Sources say he yes. will never leave. But he will has he no be- plan. I think it, I think the exact quote was he has no plans to leave WWE, and I'm like, well, there should be at least one plan for it. Well, he might not have plans. Other people <laughs> may want him put him out at the past year at some point, but he on his end, he has no plan. He I just needed money. He just needed money. Yeah, or he wanted money. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Moving on to A of the E of the W's. It has been a cut kind of week as they have let go of the VP of post production, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, for former TNA guy who came over um, when Impact, or not Impact, when AEW started, he was behind all the graphic work and everything like that. Working out of Nashville, and it seems like they kind of maybe don't want to work out of Nashville and move somewhere else, and with the other people that were, are doing production for the company, kind of centralize it and move it somewhere more fair for, I guess, them? I don't know. But his production company was in, in Nashville, so I don't, I think... Things are changing graphically, especially when the former WWE um, production guy came in. It makes sense that uh, other people get let go at some point, and they're trying to move away and try different things production-wise, so he just didn't fit their direction any longer. Best way to put it. I mean, like I said, you hate to see people get fired, but I respect it, and we'll see where it goes, I guess. We shall see. We shall, in fact, see... And in other news, Will Ospreay will appear for TNA Wrestling in January. Man, signs a contract with AEW full time. It's not even. 
won't work for them full time until February, probably, but, uh, he's going to TNA for January. Their TV tapings in January. Man, I, it's something. I, AEW makes the fuss about them signing him to an exclusive contract and then a week and a half later. Yeah, he's working for TNA before he gets to your company. It's like, boy, you really just needed an announcement to have an announcement because he's not. Sometimes they just gotta, hey, we're just gonna make a deal to make a deal, and then boom, change of plans, here we are. I, I don't know, it's weird sometimes with them. I mean, I would have to believe that they knew about the prior com- commitment before. Oh, they did, but and he was also finishing up with New Japan, so it's like, it's just, we they made an announcement to make an announcement, even, they could have waited had to, to they, had to get it out there, had to make their announcement to have an announcement. Ah, <sighs> anyway, it, it, Blame Brands? Do the blame brands. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's injury roundup. What do we got? Oh. Alright. Well, unfortunately, Wesley has injured his back. Hashtag blame Brent. So he we were gonna we'll talk about it after the break. He was scheduled to compete for the North America Championship this Saturday at deadline. He is not. He is scheduled to go under back surgery because, as he mentioned on television, he's having trouble with feeling in in other, in, in body parts. And well, that's think, never good. That's never a good thing. So he's going to go under one of them back, them back surgeries to see, clean himself up and and figure out what's going on and hopefully settle some nerve damage and and whatever have you. So uh, yeah, he'll be back. Eight, twelve months, maybe longer. Who knows? He says he'll be back. Back surgery, just that's a killer. Randy just came back from double fusion. And that took eighteen yeah, months. Yeah, I, I, that's awful news for him. I hate that for him, especially since he was just getting some momentum and just really, you know, finding his footing. You hate to hear that. You hate to see that. Hopefully, everything goes well and he's okay. Because this is the this is the kind of injury, this is the kind of thing that can end a career. It is. Especially if he cannot get the feeling back, like if they cannot fix the nerve damage, it will have to be a different conversation. And I think that's the hope, is obviously that they can fix the nerve damage and he can get some of the feeling back. Um, But if he can't, WWE may not clear him, because they're going to be like, look... not safe for you to compete. And that's it's what not safe for you. And, and, and that's what the Hopefully they figure out maybe and maybe it's just something just he's gotta do and he'll be fine afterwards. But with the back you never know. You just yeah, never back, know. Back surgery is always tricky. Especially depending on how you heal it and rehab it. It's always tricky and it's a bitch to rehab. So, so hopefully he feels better. Hopefully. Good best of luck, sir. We salute you. And with that, we are going to take our first and only break of the evening. And like Rochman mentioned, we are talking all about NXT deadline. After the break, so you're listening to Rockman here on WaltonRadio.com, and we will be right back. Did you know that you can use support a creator code Rockasock in the Fortnite item shop? That's our O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Every Sunday night. The evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a Kate Sheep. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. 
Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin as they give their opinions on what they liked, what, what they didn't like, what, and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 Simpson. You think you know me? Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar, a.k.a. Dwight Hendrickson from Haven, and you are listening to The Rack. Right here on wildtalkradio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on rackradioshow.com, wildtalkradio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a crying gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, we are going to be talking all about NXT deadline. But before we can do that, there's an impeachment trial going on, isn't there? Yeah, go vote at impeachment.cbradalive.com. Whether Lone Jobber should be impeached or not, the results will tally it up and then talk about it this Saturday, 11.30 p.m. Eastern on CB Radio Live. Ding! They made a very convincing argument. Go listen to the last show. Indeed. But with that, let's jump into NXT Deadline. There are seven matches announced. Um, the one may kind of, sort of... No, they're all happening. They're all happening? Yeah, okay. they're all happening. They changed the what match already, so... Yeah, they've already updated it, so... Let's get into good. it. Let's talk about it. Okay, so... Axiom versus Nathan Frazier in a singles match. So they went into Bethesda's th- three last year, and then whoever won one, I forget. But they had a match this past week on TV that got interrupted by the women who were involved in the Iron Survivor Challenge. Thus, no winner was decided. So now they're going to go battle in a one-on-one battle this Saturday on the pre-show, the kickoff, at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, I think Nathan Frazier wins this one. I have to go with Nathan Frazier. I he seems much more exciting. I don't know though. Axiom does have a very cool entrance. It's a cool entrance, but I think they're gonna give this one to Frazier just to sort of solidify where his position. That that's kind of my feeling on that one. We should, in fact, ask the uh, ask the Magic Eight Ball. Eight Ball, does Nathan Frazier win this match? It is certain. So there you go. All right, there we go. Now we're on to the main show. Okay. All right. So I need to stipulate this by saying. I still do not watch NXT faithfully anymore, so I'm picking based on what I know and based. It's kind of like what a AW. So, based so, on what I know. So you're going to be an expert at this? Then. No, 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 you, no, I'm not. You just said based on a like you do AEW, which is I know I, nothing about AEW beyond what I hear you talk about. So, so I know even less about NXT because you and Brent do not watch NXT. So, I don't hear anything about NXT. I did, however, watch the show on Tuesday. It's a little weird. I have questions. Um, I may have answers. It's just, it's just a little strange about some things that are just going on. Like, what happened to Joe Gacy? His, his crew broke up, and now he's crazy. Okay. Yep. Um, That's the best answer I got. But anyway, so... Uh, that is how we're picking. It's just based on the limited stuff that I have seen for NXT. Um, and I believe Rock as well. So these are no we're not going to be doing really deep analysis into these matches because we got nothing. I I, I got some stuff. 
I've been watching I a got little nothing. bit. And but to be fair, most of the stories set up was this past week on television. So you're, yeah. you're good. All right. What do you want right. to talk about first? Let's let's shift and go to the bottom because I kinda wanna save the iron survivor matches for us. Works for me. Um so Carmelo Hayes versus a debuting Alexis King in a singles match. So it was speculated that, that Carmelo Hayes attacked Trick Williams. But apparently it was Lexus King who attacked Trick Williams. But now Trick thinks Carmelo was the one who told Lexus King to do it. So to prove that he did not have any involvement on it, after losing his last chance Iron Survivor match, Carmelo Hayes has challenged Lexus King to a match. They were, Carmelo was trying to cost Trick, or Lexus was trying to cost Trick a, a spot in um, one of the contenders matches a while back. And that's where, and so Carmelo could have the spot. And yeah, that's, it's very convoluted. It's still a storyline between Carmelo and Trick, and that's going to eventually lead to a battle between them. Um, this is going to be Lexus King's second or third match on television. First time on a pre-live event. He is the former Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I think Carmelo gets the win, but I don't know if it's clean. I was going to say Lexus King. Okay, then that's fair. So you're going Lexus King. I'm going to go Carmelo. Hayes. Magic 8-Ball is going to go... Let's see. Magic 8-Ball, does Lexus King win his first premium live event? Don't count on it. Oh, What's next? Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James in a steel cage match, which is probably a good idea because these two fight each other every single chance they get, which I highly approve of. I do love it when you have two people who just can't stand each other enough that they're willing to throw hands in any situation, whether it's backstage in the infirmary or just in the parking lot. That That's basically the, the setup for this, like costing other costing opportunities wanting to get revenge on said opportunities and now they're going to battle inside this 15 foot high steel cage this is a big spot for Keanu James um this is her first i believe one on one match on a premium live event against Roxanne Perez who was a former NXT women's champion this is a big moment for her and mm-hmm. you can say that a lot about a lot of the women in on this show these are a lot, chances to shine and then chances to leave a mark and i think keanu james is in a position to either sink or swim here and i think roxanne's a really good opponent for her i think roxanne takes it but i think keanu james has a good match and comes out of it strong enough that a loss won't hurt her in this performance because i think because roxanne needs a big win because she hasn't had that big win since losing the title a few months ago i was gonna go with roxanne because i just don't like the keanu james uh character <laughs> There you go. I didn't like it months ago. I don't like it now. <laughs> That's I didn't like it when it debuted either. Uh, that's perfectly acceptable. I don't get the idea. I don't buy, like the idea with her hurling the purse coming to the ring. I kind of think that's kind of stupid. But she's basically supposed to be like a CEO style character. Yeah, because the entrance is like there's a, a jet a helicopter flying and then it's landing and then she walks out. The problem is, is that it doesn't. And this is of no fault of hers. No. It's just a very difficult gimmick to pull off in wrestling because it's not translating. They don't... NXT basically does not have the budget to pull off a CEO-style character. They're they're essentially taking the Stephanie McMahon-style character and giving it to Keanu James. And the problem is, is that Keanu James also does not have the clout that a Stephanie McMahon or somebody else would have. So she's out here trying to be this uber-powerful, uber-successful CEO-type individual. And it's like she's just... It just doesn't work because she doesn't have the clout. And they don't have the budget to really give her the clout that she needs. So it just... Because I think she actually started as like a sexy secretary and then they turned it into a CEO. I'm not sure. But she's always kind of been like this and they had her with Fallon Henley for a while and fake AMW and I'm not sure what happened there. They broke up. Mm-hmm. Um... But, like, to me, it just, it doesn't translate well, and I kind of wish they would push it more, but then again, I don't watch, so I don't know. But I'm going to go with Roxanne Perez. Magic Ball, does Ken James win? Concentrate and ask again. Okay, I will concentrate and ask again, but I remind you, use Critical Rock and Soccer Lens at more than Fortnite and Shop, buy your battle passes, your Lego skins, and more right now, because hashtag Epic Partner. Does Roxanne Perez win, April? I look good. You know what would be interesting just thinking about Keanu James, though? Hmm. Is if you do, like, her with 
say like a Cameron Grimes and you do like a money money ink 2.0 possible and you have her kind of come in to manage his stuff for him if that's the direction they want to go back to with Cameron Grimes yeah I mean you gotta do something with him because they ain't doing shit with him so that's very true just I'm just thinking about it because it's like you know basically it's hey let me let me come in and manage your fund and do this and do that and you create like the money ink style stable again it's possible it's it's something it's something it's, it's, it's an idea we always need more stables because it looks like one may be breaking up soon uh dominic mysterio with rhea ripley mommy mommy and dom are coming to nxt to play with dragon lee and he will be accompanied supposedly by ray mysterio so as we mentioned wesley got injured and then so they needed to find a replacement, and they called on Ray Mysterio to find that replacement in Dragon Lee. Um, that's the story. Dragon Lee's sort of moved up to the main roster, but he's now back in NXT to finish business. He's had oh. it with, with to finish the, the business he had with the North American Championship before, and you know, doing a favor for Ray after doing a favor for Carlito via for Ray. It all connects. Um, this is the second. <laughs> premium live event in a row where Dom's um, opponent kind of no longer capable of fighting him. Last time around it was Mustafa Ali and well he got fired a week and a half before so that changed. Um, this time Wesley got hurt um, last time Trick filled in and Trick won the title but Dom won the title back because Mommy wasn't happy. This time around you got family warfare colliding when Ray's back in the corner who just had knee surgery all things so being a corner man smart and even though you kind of run him off Smackdown so whatever um I I think everyone expected Wesley to win the North American Championship and Dom no longer to have the title and we, so he can stop peering on NXT well well, maybe we should blame Dom instead. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking maybe he's cursed. Maybe the title's cursed because it, it seems to be happening a lot. Um, so but with Dragon Lee on the main roster and Dom on the main roster, it it's weird on who would win the title. I think Santos cost will show up. Yeah, I think Santos comes here and and, and attacks. Dragon Lee or Ray or Jack's Ray and then that leads to Dragon Lee being distracted and Dom retaining. That's kind of where I'm going as well, man. That's kind of was my thinking. I was going to say, I was going to say I would, if Wesley was still in the match, I would say Dom loses, but with Dragon Lee in the match, it's, I have to say Dom retains at least for right now. You have him keep it through the end of the year and then you take a look in 2024, which is terrible. You hope someone's healthy in 2024 to take the belt off of Dom. Yeah. So Please be healthy. Please. But it would make sense to use Santos in this role to further that story because it's weird that Ray just comes back here and not back on SmackDown. Yeah. So you use Santos here to kind of elevate that story and then... Actually, what you do is you have Santos attack Ray, like, in the parking lot so he's not... Maybe. And, dra- and Dragon Lee gets, like, overpowered by Rhea and potentially Santos or somebody else that has been flirting with Rhea. Maybe, maybe a Drew McIntyre comes and helps. I don't, I'm, I can't, I was with you until you said Drew McIntyre. I don't expect Drew McIntyre. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of who else has been flirting with them as my vacuum goes off. Um. Uh, now nah, I think it's gonna, it's gonna be Santos interfering. I think that's, that's the best call. Yeah, but you never know who could show up. It's NXT. It is, in fact, NXT. Eight ball, Dom win. All signs point to yes. Oh, good. I think it's Dom. All right. What's next? Alien Dragonoff, your NXT championship challenges Baron Corbin for the title. Defends. Defends the title. Or, excuse me, defends the title. Um, Baron's really good at talking. Like, he's been trying to push the buttons of Ilya. For weeks now, and the battle, the, the promo exchange they had, where Dragon Lee, not Dragon Lee, Ilya Dragunov gets all fired up, and then just hugs him to, to bottle up his rage, and puts the fear of God in Baron Corbin, after Baron Corbin he, he did, he mentioned, he's got all personal about how Dragunov has left his family to come here and, and, and fight, and left his kid back home in the UK to fight here in NXT, he's been really hammering that point home last couple of weeks, Corbin's like, Corbin can talk. Corbin is very solid in the ring. Sometimes he's got some bad gimmicks. And sometimes his matches can just, they, they structure them weird. But since he's come back down to NXT, he's sort of found himself again. And it's been really 
interesting to see how consistent he is. And he talked about it in his promo. He's been here for eight years and always on TV. And it's like, yeah. Has he won the big match? No. But he's always there. And you could take this Corbin and put him back on the main roster and he'd be really successful. I don't think he wins the title here either, but I, because th- I think Ilya keeps it, but I think we're going to get a good, a better than you would expect match at least to. That's the thing with Baron is it's like, I feel like the best Baron ever was, was when they had him do the commissioner gimmick because he's very charismatic. He is very entertained. And like you said, he can talk. He can get people to pay attention to him. You know, he's, he's an okay worker. He has his high points and his low points, but he's steady. He's solid, but he can talk. Yeah. And I've always felt like it's, they, no offense to Baron, but it's like at some point you transition into a main role or someone or, or a guidance role to, for someone where it's like he's backing somebody up and he's doing the talking for somebody that maybe can't. Yeah. Because I feel like that would be a really good use for him because they've tried with him and the gimmicks, aside from really the commissioner gimmick and maybe the happy Corbin gimmick, when he finally settled into the Happy Corbin stuff. Like, that was really good. But, like, some of the other stuff was just like, ooh, I don't know about that. Um, But he tries, right? And he does whole-ass things. Like, he doesn't half-ass it. He whole-asses it. So you got to give your respect and your props to Baron Corbin. Um, Do I think he wins here? Absolutely not. There's no reason to take the title off of Dragunov. The hug was creepy. The hug was so creepy, by the way. Yeah. He's watching NSC and just the, the hug from Dragunov to Corbin, and Corbin was so fucking confused. It was creepy. Because Ilya's just got this intense look on his face, and I'm like, is, I don't know. Don't know if he's going to murder him or not. Yeah. Is this like, it's like the kiss of death, but the hug of death? Something like that. All right, so I'm Ilya, you're Ilya. April Ilya? Better not tell me. Well, the name of the game is Tell Me Things. So, April. Does Baron Corbin win? Eight Ball doesn't know. So, imagine. Eight Ball, you have to make a decision. Ilya Eight Ball? I look good. Finally, it decided. Means Corbin might have a chance. It's thinking. All right, it's manifesting. Ne- what's next? All right, let's talk about it. The Women's Iron Survivor Challenge to become the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. You have Tiffany Stratton. Lash legend Blair Davenport, Kilani Jordan, and Fallon Henley vying for the spot. Can we just talk really quickly about Fallon Henley? Yeehaw, bitch. <laughs> was, Not that. That was so good. That was such a great line, though. Oh, it was a great line. It was a wonderful line. I more want to talk about the, the, the wrestling gear and the fact that what is it doing to your boobs, honey? Are they okay? <laughs> when she went, there's, like, there's like a line going across the, the, the top. And they look squished, and it looks uncomfortable. I'm I was, worried for them. I was, I was more impressed that she she walked up to, to Tiffany Stratton and went, Yeehaw, bitch, and slapped her right across the face. It was so good. It was awesome. Because uh, she was the last to qualify. Yeah. Um, I don't like Lash Legend. Uh, just, I don't know. I can't connect with her. I'm no, sorry. No, I can't. I'm trying. I've tried. Blair, I da- say. Blair Davenport's all right. Um, Tiffany Strand is a star in the making. Kalani, Kalani Jordan has something. I don't know what it is, but they kind of see something in her. And Fallon Henley has, it can talk a little bit. I can go a little bit, I think. It's weird. I actually, it's a weird match because this is the one that goes for 25 minutes and then it's a bunch of pinfalls and then penalty cages and convoluted, stuff. but yeah. It's basically their king of the mountain. Kind of. Um, the only thing I felt really bad for Lash Legend about was that, like, on the show on Tuesday, it was really essentially bad planning or poor booking that you had Metaphor come out, wrestle um Gable's group, lose, and then you have Lash Legend have to go out there and, like, girl boss that shit in the segment directly after the match where it was all of them talking and basically throwing their hat in the ring for the match to sell the final match before it, like, broke down into a fight. Like, that's way to put Lash Legend in a really weak-ass position. <laughs> good good job, guys. It happens. It- I know it happens, but it's like you could have put that somewhere else or you could have put the metaphor match somewhere else to where it's not directly after she lost. Like, it's not that she lost the problem. It's that she directly had just lost. Like, I don't even think she got to go to the back. I think she had to stay and wait for everybody else to come out. 
So it makes her look just not good at all. Understandable. Um, And so it's like you just, you can't buy her doing anything in this match. I'm surprised she made the match. They're trying something with her. Yeah, I'm still surprised she made the match. Um, I'm going yeehaw, bitch, Fallon Henley. Tiffany's a little too obvious, uh, yeah. plus I think she's going up very, very soon. I think they're getting her ready to go. Um, Yeah, I'll go Fallon Henley, too. Because uh, I'm just, I'm looking at the other three, and it's like, eh. The, the other one, Jordan, is the the other option I would have. Um, in that picture. Um, so does Kalani Jordan win April? I look not so good. Does Tiffany Stratton win April? There you go. Tiffany Stratton in April. Oh. And last but certainly not least, we have the men's Iron Surf Challenge where Dijak, Trick Williams, Josh Briggs, Braun Breaker, and Tyler Bate all vie for the number one contender spot. You would- I'm gonna, go on. I'm gonna rule out Braun. I know we say this, that at some point he's going up, but he has to be going up soon. Even if he's not going up, badass Braun Breaker's not winning this. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, I don't think Trick wins it either, even though it kind of all signs would point to yes, and to quote the April, where they're building up Trick Williams as a major star. I don't think this is his match to win. I think he comes up on the short end of the stick in this one, whether it's Carmelo cost him, Nexus King cost him, Something here costs Trick and takes him out, and he comes up short. I don't think it's Tyler Bate. You know, Dragonoff and Bate would be really good. I was just sitting here thinking that. It's like, I kind of want to see that. I think it's Dijak. I think Dijak and Dragonoff is your next match. So I'm going Dijak for the win. I'm going to be different. I'm going to say Tyler Bate. Nate Ball, does Braun Breaker win? Yes, definitely. I think they're holding Trick mm. till TakeOver Mania show. You got to get there. That's f- four months. Yeah, but you could do somebody in January, because that'll be their next pay-per-view. Uh, February, I think? Okay, but still, you gotta get somebody there, and then... You can do a trick, and I think you do... Maybe you pull the trigger on Trick and Mellow there, possibly. Okay, streaming moments. Um, (laughs) telling us we're streaming. Yes, we've been streaming for an hour, thanks. Um... Thanks. On top of it. We, We didn't realize we were live. We were live. Thanks. Um... Yeah, I think Trick and Mellow would be interesting on, like, St. Valentine's Day Massacre or whatever they, Vengeance Day, whatever they call it. Um, I think that's the, their end game. Yeah. Um, cause I don't think you do Trick and Mellow at Stand and Deliver. I think if you do, it's a rematch. It won't be the first. Cause that's four months and I don't think you can drag this out four months. Um, cause they're kind of running thin right on it right now and they're gonna go to it. Um, yeah. That's my, yeah, that's my take on the trick situation. They have something there with him, but I don't know if it's long term. I don't, I don't know if his act will fully transfer to moving him up to a main spot. I don't know, him challenging for, at the title at Stand and Deliver? I don't think so either. I don't, I don't think so. I think if he gets involved in something, for the title it would be afterwards. I think the Carmelo stuff will hold him back from it. it just the way it plays out. Unless they're both in a title match at Stand Deliver. I don't expect Dragonoff Williams as a headlining Mania weekend match. I don't see it. You need something bigger than that because I don't think the trick gimmick is going to work long term. He's over in Florida. I want to... I want, Saturday is going to be interesting to see if he's over everywhere because an act can be over at the pc but when you get in front of a a big crowd a couple thousand people does it work and if a couple thousand people are bopping to his song like booker t is then it's working and that's what we'll see saturday if it's working yeah that's kind of where my head is with his gimmick because I, as much as people are enjoying his act, me personally, I don't see it as a main roster thing. Don't see him there with it as a solo. It just, it doesn't translate. To me, it doesn't translate over. Because it, he doesn't feel larger than life, if that makes sense. He just doesn't, no. doesn't have that it. To me, other people may see it. To me, I don't see it. No, I respect that. But th- that's the case of Prove Me Wrong. Indeed. But that's that's a uh, deadline. That is deadline. So you have until Saturday to get your picks in. Tweet about King Saturday, King- correct? Yes. Tweet about Kinkins. Because why not? Get Make it. Brent do his job. Yeah. 
I think we're done. I think we're done, so go ahead and plug away. Because we're going to be watching NXT, there will be no Fortnite friends this week. Sorry. Maybe we'll bring it back next week. We'll, we'll see. We're, we're going to work it out. We'll be back streaming Fortnite on the regular um, here just shortly. Just give us time. Um, but Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, we'll have the finale results of the impeachment trial of the Lone Jabber. Lone Jabber. Um, does he get impeached? We'll tell you on Saturday night at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Follow him on Twitter at Lone Jabber. The holiday celebration kicked off a day early. But he's going to be celebrating the holidays. At least the start of Hanukkah. Which he did. Yes, happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Which he did earlier today, thinking it was... He was off by a day. His Google was wrong. So. There. But it's, it's, check him out at Lone Jabber. There is no WTR Sunday night this week. Me and Brent are watching football. Yes. So. It's Cowboys, uh, Eagles. Cowboys, Eagles, Sunday night. We're watching that. So. There is that. Monday night is the Raw Post Show at 11 p.m. He's to move back next. Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern for another edition of the Rack. Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcast, just search the Rack Radio Show. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio. Chat if you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use credit card Rack or Lynn's M. In the Fortnite item shop or at the game store when you buy your. Stuff. stuff your your Star Wars, your Lego, your Marvel, your DC, all the tur- Ninja Turtles that are coming, and more. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partner. You can follow me on most of the social medias at LinsWard. You can check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash LinsWard. And you can check me out on YouTube.com at SimpleLinsWard and over on TikTok, LinsWard0. It's mostly Gidget Impact and Honkai Star Rail content, but there may be some Fortnite coming up. We'll have to see. All depends on how it goes. But yes, you know, like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the things. Um, we just had a banner flip in Honkai Star Rail. I will be streaming on Saturday morning, bright and early at 7 a.m. So get your coffee and breakfast. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Because there's a Genshin special program. So guess who has to watch it? And guess who has to stream it? That'd be me, bitches. So come have coffee. It's actually good because I have to go get my haircut on Saturday anyway, so I'll have to be up. But come on, come have breakfast and coffee with me, and we'll talk all about Kitchen Impact. So, you know, Saturday, twitch.tv slash Ward 7 a.m. Come cry with me. And while you're liking and subscribing and ringing bells and doing all the things, please check out our very fine sponsor, mvgfilmsyoutube.com slash mvg1211. So, with that, we're going to go play some Fortnite Lego. We're going to go have fun. We're not streaming, but we're going to go have some fun. So, you've been listening to Rack right here on MalltalkRadio.com, and we will see you later. Bye.